0: Hi, my name is Elaine So, and I am the host of the Time and Space podcast. For so long now, I have been deeply fascinated and curious about the human belief system, the subconscious mind, and also the process of deconditioning. I have authored a book called I Am. It is the modern day guide for living life on purpose, elevating your personal power, and expanding your intuitive gifts. I am so excited to be sharing my thoughts out loud with you. For anyone interested, I am a 4-6 Human Design Reflector and I really enjoy sharing my insights and reflections and hope that you find something in there that can support you through the times that we are moving through right now. Alright, I can't wait to share with you. Thank you for joining me. Hello. Hello. How are you? I hope you are doing so well. I hope you are feeling relaxed and at peace and feeling deeply, deeply calm. What a blissful state, hey? I would love to chat with you today about dropping out of your mind and into your heart space. So this is something that I see a lot, but I have also experienced myself for so many years of my life. So growing up I was brought up in an environment that really uh championed or um held up high, the idea of logic, the idea of reasoning, the idea of thinking and intellect and intelligence, or being smart as a real prize and goal and something to be so proud of. Um, My background may have something to do with that along with a lot of other things so ancestrally I'm sure there's a lot that was passed down there so I am Australian but my mother is from India and my dad was from Hong Kong so um, especially in the genetics from my dad and the belief system that came through there it was very strong and heavily programmed and conditioned that education, grades, um, maths, science, those sorts of topics, that was something to hold in high regard and it was something that really was prized and you were praised greatly for, you were rewarded for, um, There was a big, big focus on this all through my childhood and high school, and it felt like a lot of pressure because I definitely didn't feel like the most academic person. But it really conditioned me to to cut off any attachment to my heart space or my intuition or my inner knowing or anything that I felt really. So emotions were a no-go because they couldn't necessarily be explained away. They couldn't always be reasoned and they... They just didn't have a start point and an end point like a an maths problem would. So I spent a lot of my life up until about 10 years ago. So until I was about 26 or 27 now, 26. Um. I spent a lot of my life doing everything, moving through life with my logic mind, my The idea that I needed to make everything make sense and be logical and be able to explain myself, justify myself, defend myself if criticism was to arise, keep myself safe by making sure I wasn't failing at anything. And so this resulted in a very hard exterior Um, where I had really shut down my internal compassion for myself and empathy towards myself and care of myself and just any acknowledgement of my own emotions. A complete denial of my intuition, complete denial of my inner wisdom and inner knowing. It just wasn't allowed a seat at the table. So... The battle to overcome my thinking mind and move out of that rat race that was, you know, the hamster on the wheel. My thinking mind that just wouldn't stop, wouldn't quit, and would go and go and go and go through meditation, through yoga. Nothing could stop it. I could lie. On my back, in the grass, staring up at the sky for eight hours, doing nothing, needing to be nowhere, with no obligation or pressure to do anything. And I would still feel so highly stressed. I had no permission within myself to relax. It just was a program that I was running To always make it make sense, keep me safe, make sure that I was achieving the best that I could at all times, which means perfection, to ensure that I didn't leave myself open to criticism or judgment or the potential of failure. So the journey towards dropping into my heart space was, I won't say it was easy. I now know that it can be easy, but I went the long way. And even now I still struggle. So it began with an exploration of all of my belief systems and all of the conditioning that I'd picked up in childhood through modelling, from parents, from an education system, from those around me, my friends, just everything. It was a deep exploration and I. it's a journey that if you have my book, I Am, you will be taken through all of that and you may have already done that exploration work already. But I really had to become curiously aware to find all the clues that added up to the behavior and the patterns that I was seeing myself run over and over and over again. So the journey towards dropping into my heart space really had to begin with understanding why, why I was running these programs, why I was continually looping on these same patterns why I was striving for things that never brought me happiness and took, took me or moved me into a state that was so far removed from peace and calm. It really caused a lot of disturbance in my life. And when I finally said enough was enough, which, once again, if you have my book, you would have read my story about my breakdown in there, Uh, my tipping point, the point of no return, which has become the most incredible, pivotal moment of my life. And so journeying to heart space, to dropping into my heart space, has really been about getting quiet, about being curiously aware, about willing to be uncomfortable, about willing to allow myself to feel all the heavy emotions, grief, sadness, anger, frustration, anxiety, overwhelm, abandonment, loneliness, all of them. Everything, shame, humiliation, embarrassment, all the pain, really allowing myself to experience it and allow it to rise up. And then, by no means was it a fast process at the time. I'm just going to make it sound fast right now, but it was this curious awareness that then allowed me to see why my reality blah, 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 my reality looked the way it did and to take a step back and really dive into a space of personal responsibility step right into that and own the fact that it was my responsibility to choose something different. And so working with heart space has been a continual process of softening the mind, softening its grip on my belief system, and really getting to know who I really am. So who I came here to be what I am here to experience and to share in this lifetime and to be able to be an observer of my life. So dropping into heart space has meant that I have been able to deeply, deeply connect with my intuition, which each and every one of us can do and have access to, I am by no means special. We can all do this and it is available to every single one of us. So I had to clear all the beliefs I had around intuition, around what it meant to not necessarily be able to justify or explain myself. I was a big one because... I mean, who wants to sound crazy? <laughs> it's it's a um, it's a bit of a dilemma that many people face. But when you build such strong belief and trust in yourself, in your heart space, in your wisdom, in your inner knowing, and you activate that space, you begin to see the multi dimensions that exist. And in that space, the illusion of separation dissolves. And in that space, you belong to this thing called oneness. Only oneness exists. And you realize that you are having a human experience. You are a human expression. But you do not belong to this human body you are so much more than this and so you're able to begin to have fun to play with this idea of observation of your life experience to play with your intuition to play with your activations to experience what it is to be led by your heart and to allow your heart and your intuition to override your logic when it makes sense to do that when it feels good to do that you can definitely practice and play with that and moving from the heart space allows you so much more freedom and as I say that it is 11 11 So I really want you to think about, have a think about any resistance you have towards dropping into your heart space and your intuition. What do you believe about that? What is your perception and your reality around people who lead from their heart? Have a look at any stories you may have created that actually aren't true. And feel for any resistance between you and your intuition, you and your inner knowing, you and your activation of your inner guidance. Have a little exploration of what is going on there. And if dropping into your heart space and really leading being led by your heart-centred consciousness. If that is something that interests you, then please join me. I am about to start running my beautiful new program, Inner Revolution. And it is 30 days of experiencing with me what it is to journey towards unshakable trust, to dial in the primal feminine, your intuitive nature, your inner wisdom, to activate everything that's lying within you already, your multidimensional vision, and for you to fully activate and step into the power of the spiritual being that you are. So I will leave some more information here. Make sure you reach out and ask me any questions if you need. But let me tell you, dropping into your heart space and taking action from that place, being able to sit in that energy is so beautiful. It is an experience that I would not want anybody to miss out on. So if you are feeling called, please join me in, in a revolution or just reach out and say hello. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you for being here with me. I appreciate your time so much. I hope to be sharing more thoughts with you soon. And if you want to stay in touch beyond this podcast, make sure to follow me on Instagram. It's Time and Space Co. Or have a look at my website, which is timeandspaceco.com. Or you could subscribe to my newsletter and get notes from me a little more regularly. And every three months, I also choose someone at random to win a 30 minute private session with me. So thank you for being here. I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. Bye.